All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of Four Transplants and a Microphone. We are not Four Transplants again today. We have a fifth. You, it'll be a familiar sounding name. He was on a previous episode, Mike St. Ange. Ah, I did it. Got so it. Yeah, I was so excited. But so the rest of the gang is, is all the same. We've got Brandon Avenia with Superior Data Solutions, myself, Brian Johnson with Maine and Johnson Business Coaching and Consulting. We have Russell Hughes with Hughes Realty Advisors, and we have Jack Tompkins with Pineapple Consulting. We want to thank 4001 Yancey, the Brewers at 4001, for hosting us once again. So, and a plug to their pizza. I know Russell's not. Pizza's excellent. Yeah, it's And fantastic. does that count as one of Brandon's perfect introductions when you do when he yeah, When he doesn't even yeah. have to say his name? <laughs> he nodded like, yes. I, I was ready to hit the button. I have my intro just nailed. We'll let that come out on the next one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But so what our topic today, what we were saying, uh, we were going to talk a little bit about just um, the differences in marketing, both over time here at Mike coming from California, has some experience kind of running business out there and here. So anybody have any good wisdom to lead in with or something on that topic? Yeah, he was telling me uh, all about his marketing plan and how good it was. <laughs> yeah. Sets himself up. Yeah, also, you guys are mad at me now, right? <laughs> and uh, thank you for joining us today. That concludes yeah. the episode. That was fun. Yeah. See you guys. No, I am curious, though, because we have, so obviously we're all kind of service-oriented. Yours is obviously a different sort of service, so I'm very curious to see what marketing has worked for your kind of business, Mike. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, you know, it's... How long is the episode? When I say that out, I'm going to totally yeah. circle back with you guys. <laughs> yeah, back right. on. I'm going to try to bring the energy down a little bit. You know, it's, you know, coming from California, and, and I grew up in the, the print world, print advertising. My mom was, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the penny saver or anything like that, but... Hmm? You know, print's big in California. People actually look for deals and go through the motions. You have and to. You have to, right? I mean, it's that's where you and you find stuff that way. And you know, having that mindset when I opened up Saints Complete Detail Services and um, Ugly Duckling Boat Rental, I was like, how do I brand and try to generate revenues and customers and all that good stuff too? And so I, you know, I, I went the print route, and I can tell you that. Oh boy, uh, what I found out here is you don't have window shoppers out here. Is is kind of what it's kind of summed up to. Yeah, that's probably I mean, true. After spending thousands of dollars in print, front page, the direct mailers, we were hitting about eighty thousand mailboxes a month. You know, around on and around the lake, which was again, I made a lot of mistakes, and I think one of the mistakes was I was marketing my rental around the lake. Doesn't make sense now that I think about it. Mm -hmm. You know, I should have went more towards Charlotte and Concord and off the lake. So I mean, I got to look in the mirror on that stuff too, right? You mean people on the lake had a boat? Imagine. <laughs> That's so weird. That's strange. What are the odds? It's, it's now, like those docks had a purpose. <laughs> in my defense, in my defense, because I got to protect myself here and not sound like an idiot, is you know I had a rental company, I had the detail company, which we were doing boats, planes, and RVs at mm -hmm. the time. We didn't launch some of the other line yet. And then I was also in partnership with Motorhead Marine, which is a boat repair company. So there was some thought put into it, not just, duh, why did yeah. you do that? But in doing so, you know, thousands of dollars later. I mean, it's, and I can give you numbers and I don't mind doing that. You know, I probably spent somewhere in the tune of 17,000 
dollars in, in print advertising between the couple of ventures that I went. Good news is it was Charlotte money instead of the 40000 you would have spent in California. True statement. Yeah. True statement. It's definitely a little cheaper. I wouldn't have been on front cover in California, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I, my, my Back return, in the obituaries. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> little tiny, little quarter. On the corner. In the obits. Um, <laughs> that's, not a, that's an advertisement. That's not about Uncle Smith. They think about that out here because that could be pretty cheap. I don't know. Um, but with that being said, with that money spent, now branding was a big part of our gig. It's mm-hmm. our first year. So, I mean, there's stuff you can't track, right? Right. But the ROI on that $17,000, $18,000 was under 1000 literally. Three phone calls, two sales. Makes me cringe. Yeah, and yeah. you know, then you start going. I got to find ways to track people looking at, it, and you're putting Q, QRC codes or whatever they're called on there, and you know all this other stuff. And we were getting hits and stuff where I can track on my website, but it just didn't work, you know. And, and what I'm finding is, it's the networking mm-hmm. is as good as it is for the rentals, as good as it is for the the detail company. And then more importantly, with any business in California, wherever you are on the planet, is the word of mouth stuff, right? You know, I mean, when I moved out here and I was doing some remodel upstairs, you know, I'm asking my neighbors, hey, man, I want to build this bar and, you know, put my pool table up there and even close my area and all that. And I called it getting carolina in the beginning because <laughs> in California, you call for an estimate, they're coming, right? They're coming <clears throat> deep. You know, out here you call for an estimate and it's like crickets, you know, they're... Oh, no, they'll say they'll be there. They'll say they'll be there. (laughs) That's where the Carolina part comes from. Right? That's getting Carolina. And then when they come out, they'll give you a quote, and you're like, okay. And and they pull into our neighborhood, and we're in an upscale neighborhood. So, I mean, I know we're going to get a little inflation as they're driving, but they'll commit and say, we're coming out, we're going to do this, and then you get the crickets again. So we called it getting Carolina because it happened on multiple ventures that we had out here is just getting someone to commit. And that was my decision when I opened up the businesses out here. I was like, look, no matter what, we're showing up, right? We, if we don't want to do the job, we'll overbid it. I hate to say that, but yeah. mm-hmm. you know, it's just the reality of business. And it's like just having people show up in general was a blessing. We were like, cool. You know, I mean, we had someone, something to work with. So I guess the it's biggest... It's also hard from California because, I mean, you do have so many... California's replete with good tradespeople. Right. And more coming over the border every day. <laughs> and <laughs> we know it. especially up in Troutman. Yeah. Um, hey, you got some cash. You can get some stuff done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can get some stuff done, and you'd be amazed at the quality. Up in Troutman, it's just, yeah, it's just, yeah, different group of people. Different group of people. And, and God help you if you try to do something on the opening week of deer season. Yeah. So. And it's, that's, you know, and that was my biggest. Same thing in Ohio, by the way. Yeah. Or Michigan. So I made a lot of mistakes year one, no question about it. Marketing was one of them. You know, I mean, I've made some bad purchases and timing on purchases and things of that nature. I mean, year one was definitely a lesson for me, not only coming from, you know, I've owned and operated businesses in California, more in the body shop and the automotive. And then coming out here, you know, you're paying for the mistakes, though, because you think you're in an environment that you don't know that well yet. So, I mean, it's it's not that print won't work for some people and things of that nature, but for me, that was probably my biggest marketing mistake. You know, the wins were the word of mouth and starting to build clientele and then Facebook and all that other good stuff. Is it the same? I mean, one of the weirdest things I noticed when I moved here was how rah-rah Charlotte people are, and I don't know how it is up at the lake, but it was... <clears throat> they literally, they would sit, they, they, would, they were extremely polite, they were extremely uh, happy to meet you, but really until they saw you putting in the work 
to improve the place that they had worked so hard to build, they didn't really care. Uh, all it was words to them. Was that something similar to what you came across? For sure. You know, that's where the word of mouth stuff came from, right? It's like, how do I, but then how do you get the word of mouth? Right. You can't get the word of mouth unless you're doing things for people. And now if you're, the way I saw it is if I'm doing things for people, I'm going to go well above and beyond because that's where my key source of revenue is coming from is the word of mouth stuff. So, and they don't, they'll listen to what you have to say if you're referred by somebody and you know, they're going to pretty much commit to you to be honest with you is what I found. I mean, 90% of the time, if I'm referred by a neighbor, they're going to commit to me on the pressure washing and, and even the car detail stuff. And if you produce, it'll be a huge win for you. Mm -hmm. So it kind of puts that sense of pride in your workmanship and stuff, makes that even that much more important because if you do succeed for them, they're going to sell you like nobody's business. Yep. You know, and that's what you're looking for, right? Ultimately. And I have found that a lot in Charlotte, not that I've done business in really other cities or anything like that, but still just working, even like working amongst us in like the paper, paper route, route back, the in, paper back route. in high school. Though. <laughs> yeah, that was last year. <laughs> so you can print too. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but I have found that too. Like if you do something good in Charlotte, whether it is a client or just like a referral partner or anything like that, it is very like rah, rah, like awesome. Yes. Very happy. Like I'll refer you just let <clears> you know who you want to meet kind of thing. And I, I have really liked that. Question for you, Ugly Duckling, where'd you come up with the name? Because that's obviously part of the marketing. You know, we wanted to start it out and have some fun with it for one. Okay. You know, and Ugly Duckling Boat Rentals, and you know, our, our thing is we're more cost effective than anybody else because it's all used boats. Okay. You know, we didn't want to go out and spend $150,000 for five boats, right? We knew we were going to spend $50,000 for five boats, right? And getting them up to par. So, you know, we just played on the words, Ugly Duckling Boat Rental. You know, there's a car rental company out there that's similar to that, where they rent more or less used cars and things of that nature. So okay. I kind of played into it a little bit, but it was just you could do the play on words more than anything else to make them look at it and then see that we are more cost effective. I mean, our boat rentals, you get eight hours for $500 wow. versus the guy down the street. It's half a day is $500. Right. Three, four hours. Yeah. Cause I've done that obviously in <clears throat> Charlotte, not on the lake, um, going up there, it's where can we find a boat, number one? Because it's yeah. tough in the summer. And then two, what's a reasonable rate for four or five, or depending on the boat size, like eight friends actually go do yeah. it. So yeah. and, and that's what people, and that's where I talk about mistakes I made with purchasing, not to get into the weeds of my business, but you know, I bought a couple of what they call runabout boats, you know, the glass boats that can fit four or five people in them. If those don't rent. I mean, everybody wants a pontoon. They mm -hmm. want to stack mm -hmm. as many people as they can on it yep. and go out and have a good day. So, yep. you know, those are some more mistakes that I made was some purchases that I bought, but it's uh, it's nice being and seeing the people come in, you know. So right. now we, you know, the clientele we get is reflected by that. Gotcha. Which I don't mind. We have yeah. a lot of fun with them. I mean, hey, the name is very memorable. That's yeah. Yeah. if nothing else, that's pretty solid. Did you figure out the Saints one? Saints I, complete detail. Is that because Saint <laughs> Saint <laughs> Orange? Exactly. Exactly. They don't speak French up in Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Right. Is that a Connecticut accent to you? <laughs> no, that is a southern accent. This <laughs> is my universal accent for all other states. Yeah, it was terrible. And I wasn't calling you out by any means. No, I know. No. <laughs> he was. Yeah. We call Jack out all the time. It's yeah, I guess we're getting to know around here. Really yeah, like, yeah, that's just the theme of the podcast. We steal uh, his food. We make fun of his age. It's right. The thing. royal we again. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> when he says we, he means Russell. Yeah. <laughs> Brian jumps in every once in a while. <laughs> try, try, try to be timely. Try to be timely. Try to be timely. 
But yeah, anyways, I guess, so do you network up by the lake or do you network more in Charlotte? Up by the lake, you know, I'm, that's my marketing strategy this year is a lot more networking, to be honest with you. Okay. You know, I'm going to join the BNIs out there. You know, it's very, you know, I, I like the, the format. I just, you know, I've joined a couple groups. You know, it's very. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. Oh, yeah. It's very structured. This is a very anti-BNA <laughs> organization and someone or. I, I, I'm in one, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm okay. And the thing it. I see about that is, you know, everyone that's in this particular group that I'm, I'm going to join, they all have houses, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, they right. all have vehicles. So, I mean, it's it works for my business model. You know, the rental car, I mean, the rental boat stuff. Don't hold me to that car thing. I don't want to get in trouble for conducting <laughs> rental car. But the uh, the boat rentals is one thing, but the detailing, it's like they can all be clients. Right, and right. And there's painters and contractors that can generate some revenue. Well, actually, I mean, if you want to further the marketing strategy when you're in, like, one of those chapter meetings, I mean, you could probably pay somebody to come out and scratch all their cars. That's <laughs> up and down, and then, then their immediate yeah. Success, yeah. conversion yeah. rate was 100%. Can you edit that out? Yeah, I'm not, uh, <laughs> I'm not busy so on Thursdays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Throw mud on their car. Hey, i got a detail yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, it's like if I'm in a business owner, you know, everyone there could be a, a client as opposed to people who do landlords. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely anywhere you go is a target-rich environment. And you're really looking for those relationships. and For sure. Realtors, painters. I mean, yep. anything you really yep. think about pressure washing-wise is uh -huh. one thing. You know, the automotive's the other, and the rental obviously is a whole other breed. But, you know, that's our marketing strategy this year. You know, more money on the, the social media stuff, you know, mm -hmm. the next doors and the Facebooks and things up to get the name out there. And you can see more return. It's a lot of tracking than print, but that data, data, right? Jack and his website. Talking. Yeah. Jack had a little, <laughs> a little I just set up a little bit. Yeah, right. Data. If you type in the word tracking ah. on Google, you get pineapple consultant. <laughs> <laughs> We're on video, too. That's great. Yeah. So, I mean, the networking's a big part of the gig, you know, just trying to generate customers. That's going to be a big thing this year. Plus, okay. the staffing now, you know, it's taking me a while to staff up and, you know, financially being able to staff up, too, right? So, that's going to help a lot of things, too. That The staffing is going to free me up to be able to get out there a little bit more. Right. I have my guess as to what the answer is, but it's, has COVID been good or bad for business? I don't know what made me start a business during the pandemic was probably not, it was Why the hell not, not a crazy decision. Good a time as any. I did the same. You know, <laughs> I guess it's a cool thing to do. <laughs> started a <laughs> the millennials are doing. company during financial crisis. Like it's, it, it's had its challenges, but you know, I'm just not the type of guy that's going to have an excuse, I guess. You know, whatever's in front of me, you just got to maneuver around it, right? I mean, you got to try to take that challenge on, in my opinion, you know, and just kind of power through that. But yeah, has it been challenging? Yeah, less people want you to come over and give a quote on their house. Mm. You know, if they do, they want to kind of look, peek through the door and say, let me know how much. You know what I mean? Uh, there are, there's challenges to it. But I don't think it, it's hurt us as bad as I want to believe it might have. You know, it, was, it was scary going into it with it. Yeah. So, well, the yeah, boats yeah. might help because they get to go out and that was the advantage, right? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, think that was trapped. outdoor activity. I think that was a big part of the success with our first year with the rental was that, though, on the flip side of it, because they didn't want to stay home, and we were cost effective. Right. And they were getting seven hundred dollars and yeah. some X amount of monies that they had that residual income to spend on the on a yeah. rental to get out there. Biden bucks, yeah. baby. Biden bucks. We won't go there, right? <laughs> I'm gonna shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say something about Brandon, but I won't. Nobody ever. Says we don't hold yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. Great. bring it on out. Yeah. No, he was see referring the video to the other. Brandon's <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, yeah, NASCAR. It's fine. That's made its way onto an episode or two as well. So I can only imagine. Yeah. I'm, I haven't I haven't heard them all yet, so I'm looking forward to this. 
Just watch out if anybody says bless your heart. <laughs> yeah, that episode we got, that was pretty good. Yeah. Brand, you, you look like you're going to say something. I was, and then I forgot. Okay. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so on the, the pressure washing of the houses, still, I mean, has the hot real estate market caused a crimp in that at all? Because, I mean, people just don't even care. They're just like, yeah, that, that hole in the wall comes, that's free. Yeah. <laughs> that's included. Mold included. Yeah. 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 We don't mold included. You know, it, it's hard for me to judge that all the way because I just launched that. You know, I didn't launch the pressure washing until I, I want to say it was September, you know, right before the cold season, mm-hmm. of course. Of 21. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, last year. So, I mean, it's hard for me to technically say it's been the ups and downs because the, the market's that way. Now I have picked up realtors that still want to present a decent piece of property. But <laughs> as you know, and yeah, right, I'm selling property too. And it's like, <clears throat> it, they don't, some people just don't care. No. They're trying to get out of where they are, right. predominantly New York. Yep. Right? It's, it's just in bad shape, I guess, is where they're at. And they're just, they're, they're going out over offers, you know, all day long. So Hard to answer that one though without enough data. You want nice. four twenty-five? Yeah. Here's five fifty in cash. Will yeah. that work? Yeah. <laughs> Done. You like you my know, kid? My kid could be thrown in for the right offer. <laughs> one thing that I did notice though, that I had this great idea to start pressure washing, and so did about four thousand other people in the mm. area. Yeah. You know, and getting a lot of people are not going back to work because they're they've got the they've turned their side hustle into something more. And yeah, yeah unfortunately, the reality is a good That's pressure right. washer is not that much money and throw them back at your pickup truck. And as much as I, a business person. That's right. And as much as I respect the fact that they got their hustle on, I mean, I grew up hustling. I had to hustle yeah. my whole life and I respect the hustle, but it does get a little frustrating. I mean, I'm carrying license and insurance, yeah. all this crazy stuff. And I'll go quote a guy $800 to do his, you know, 2000 square foot house or whatever it is. And then they'll have the guy and the little Mazda pickup show up with a pressure yep. washer and some material and say, I'll do it for 300. <clears throat> so it's, it's, well, that's been a big challenge. Yeah. Two, I, well, just cause I know what you're doing. It's more than just showing up, spraying the house and then doing the sidewalk. Right. You're talking about a whole package. Yeah. And we do windows are included. We're not trying to upsell them on everything. Right. right. I mean, I don't like being upsold. So I, that's how my model mm-hmm. is, is your driveways included four car driveway, not a, some of these driveways out here. Five miles long. Yeah. Um, Damn know. it! I didn't see that coming. Another mistake I made. Yeah. Another mistake. Driveways included. Yeah. I didn't All realize the, the street was their driveway. What are you talking about? Going like this. What is yeah. that? His driveway. Um, another mistake. But driveways and walkways and windows. You know, we include that stuff. Versus these guys are coming in and they're escorting some material on the side of the building. They're washing it off and going. You know, my four hundred dollars, and rightfully so. That's what they're doing. Right. You know. So. Yeah. The the first person I had to come pressure wash because you know I didn't know that was a thing out here. Dude shows up, and I didn't know what it consisted of. I thought they were getting up on ladders and like, you know, spraying the whole house. Now, dude showed up in a Nissan Sentra with a pressure washer and barely stuffed in the trunk. <laughs> was there about five minutes? Sprayed the side of the house, washed it back off. Oh, that'll be three hundred bucks. I was like, yeah, never again. I went and bought a pressure washer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not doing this every year. And made fifty bucks by buying yeah. the pressure washer. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. and, and I get to use it on other stuff. <laughs> and you and you sold the neighbors on there yeah. three hundred bucks to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And you went and bought a Nissan Sentra. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I rent it out. Next purchase is going to be a 
One of those, what do they clean the snow? What, I forget what they call it. Snow blowers? Yeah. They clean wow. the snow. <laughs> wow. This can be Is the, that the guy who lived in California yeah. his entire life. What's the snow thingy? <laughs> yeah. Well, because uh, after I have to chip six inches of ice off my driveway, I was like, I'm getting one of those. <laughs> See, if you put hot water in your uh, pressure washer, you would you could have just gotten rid of it. I didn't think about that. <laughs> hot water does work really well. I did it would have froze yeah. instantly. It was like 20 degrees It outside. was cold as hell, yeah. Speaking of which, this weekend's the Arctic Blast is coming back. Oh, I'm going sailing this weekend. Are you? Yeah, 20. It's supposed to be blowing 25 on. Yeah, on Saturday with 25 yeah. degrees. <laughs> yeah. If we have, uh, if you're uh, be listening transplants. to this podcast and you have any producing skills and a nice voice, we need to replace Brandon. He died of hyperthermia this weekend. Even if it's just a producing skill. Yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. Really yeah. Mildly, semi-professional. Semi-professional. <laughs> yeah. Let's not get crazy. The weather's challenging, too, I've learned. You know, on a side note, is that, you know, we couldn't start. Like, when we were going in February, it's in the teens in the morning. Yeah. So, I mean, I couldn't have myself and the crew. We couldn't even start till 10 or 11. I mean, we'd be pressure washing ice, you know, at that point. So, that's that was another, another challenge. <laughs> the house thing is that encased we, in ice. When you're <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It's, it's sparkly. Yeah. <laughs> this house is shiny. <laughs> It's sudsy. Yeah. Sudsy ice. Yeah. We'll come back to, uh, we're going to go to breakfast and we'll come back to rinse that off in a couple hours. Yeah, once it defrosts. Right. That's I guess fun. it does get a lot colder up there. Like, because that's, you're like an hour north of Charlotte, right? So, like, yeah. I mean, we might hit the teens a little bit in the morning. It's maybe like 20 or something, but yeah. I don't know. I was stuck in Boston recently and it was zero. Boston. With <laughs> negative wind chills. So it was negative nine. Oh, yeah. Wedding. Oh, that's because yeah. it gets wicked cold yeah. up there. It does get wicked cold <laughs> up there. I call that stupid cold. Yeah. <laughs> it is, I've got a Boston stupid to be sweatshirt. There. People are like, oh, you're from Boston? I'm like, no, I was trapped in Logan Airport for seven hours once. It was freezing. I almost froze to death. I needed to buy yeah. a sweatshirt. So that's my comparison of cold. Here's like, I don't know. It's still not that bad. We can get out to weather a whole other topic. We're talking marketing, I guess. Yeah. But I just, uh, every time I hear cold, I think about when the company I was working for they bought a six shop package deal they had like 350 shops and they bought a six pack a six shop package deal in, in november mm. yeah, so gorgeous geez. that time of year and i was part of these teams that had to go out and kind of show them how the at least it wasn't march yeah i was gonna say russell loves march at least it was friggin march <laughs> yeah same weather but gray Muddy. everywhere gray. and you're still in detroit <laughs> Detroit. Some people have flashbacks from Nam. I have flashback from nighttime and growing up in Detroit. There's, if you Back guys off, ever Jack. seen those videos about Cleveland, where they it's some com comedian Hulk is his last name, but they have videos and they're like really bad, like you know our river catches on fire, we're Cleveland, and then at the end it's like, but at least we're not Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Detroit. <laughs> I met some more people from Cleveland recently, actually up in Boston, and they're like, hey. It's not Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Detroit, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. like, yeah, that's a country. Just, they're nodding along. They're <laughs> nodding along. They're like, oh, yeah, we we agree. There's places. Yeah, any other marketing that we got? I, I think you know the way you described kind of what you go through and where you got everything. It is very similar to how you know we still all wind up approaching our businesses as well. I mean, I'd say probably every one of us would say a referral is probably their number one. Yeah you know, mode of converting business. And it's interesting because Jack, you, we didn't know what Mike was gonna say, right? But at the beginning, you point out like, we all kind of run our businesses this way. Right. You do something totally different. And in the end, we all kind of yeah. market it the same way. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's also- At least you're not desperate enough to 
hire Brian as a consultant yet. Yeah. So yeah. you're doing great. <laughs> Man. I feel like that was, if, why I were you looking right at looking me? At, <laughs> I maybe wish I met you guys sooner because then I wouldn't have spent that $20,000. I didn't. Uh, yeah. Right. yeah, it's a true story. Well, you did say you had a lot of success and it more towards that business was uh, social media, Facebook. Those are some I remember you saying yeah. Facebook was on fire. If I could keep my ads on Marketplace without them booting them, <laughs> it was phenomenal. I mean, I'd throw a boat rental on Marketplace. And what I learned was, you know, you can't sell services on Marketplace. Mm. In case you guys didn't know that. So within... Craigslist gets a whole different 40, demographic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable about getting hours, pictures. <laughs> 48 hours later, Facebook would send me the, the wall of shame that said mm. your ad's not allowed. In that 48-hour period, though, I'd get 25 phone calls. Oh, yeah. Wow. So it's like, <laughs> worth it. then it got to the point where Facebook said, <clears throat> do it again, and you can't do it anymore. Mm. So now... I hope Facebook's not listening, but then I would. <laughs> oh, they are. Now, <laughs> I, mean, now yeah. I was selling my boat. I got to the point where I was putting all my boats for sale uh-huh. for my rental price. Rent to own. Saying, test drive. <laughs> oh. You could test drive this boat for $500 a day. Nice. Right? It was for sale. So they caught on to that one, too, after a while. Wow. So, I mean, but that's if you boost ads. And, I mean, for those out there that use Facebook, if you boost stuff, they'll let you get away with a lot. Yeah. Because you're paying. Yeah. I, I sold a hundred of something I wasn't supposed to sell on eBay one time in about 24 hours for highly inflated prices, and they kicked me off like three times. And I was trying to be like ethical. I, I wouldn't ship it to places that couldn't have it, and they were like, and they booted me off three times. And by the time they finally, they're like, you've got a three-day suspension. I'm like, yeah, I'm out of stock. I don't care. Yeah. I'm all yeah, out of stock. I'm like doing this. I totally can't wait to hear what it was. Uh, just Blow so up dolls. Yeah. No, Not that illegal. I want them. But I'm totally legal on eBay. <laughs> I heard it from a friend. You know, it, it's funny. I, I've got this because this I saw this beam, and, and it just made me laugh. But it made me think, like, when we're like, you know, I hope – you know, Mark Zuckerberg's not listening right now, which yeah. I'm sure he probably is. But I think they hear. Uh, he, he can here, I'll, I'll read it real quick. It just said, "My wife." So my wife asked me why I spoke so softly in the house. I said I was afraid if Mark Zuckerberg was listening. She laughed. I laughed. Alexa we'll laughed. Laugh. Siri <laughs> laughed. <laughs> exactly. Uh, All right, are we taking it? Mm-hmm. Taking it out. All right, good deal. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Who's taking it out? Thanks again for having me. Appreciate Thanks it. for joining us. Thanks again to yeah. Brewers at 401 4001 Yancey. Until next episode. to the